This is the GMCF Podcast, an inside look at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. My name's Dave Lewis. I'm your host for the show. And in the GMCF Podcast, we introduce you to people in the community that make a difference. People behind the scenes here at the GMCF, whether it be members of the staff, members of the board of directors, trustees, donors, and we also have a lot of nonprofit organizations that talk about their events and their efforts, as well as their goals, and a lot of details that we have that we can share with you here on the GMCF Podcast. The GMCF Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify or Apple, and make sure you hit the subscribe button. Thank you for joining us today for the GMCF Podcast. Today, we have two guests that are joining us. Of course, we have... The Grand Poopaw of the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, the President and CEO Vern Henricks, joining us. Welcome, Vern. Hello, Dave. Well, welcome back to the show, and uh, you brought a friend along today. I did. Excited to have uh, Jackie Hartman Bork with us. Uh, Jackie is the chair elect of our board, as well as the chairs the Community Arts Committee for the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Jackie, how did you get involved in the GMCF and also in the arts side of things? Good question, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, the board, I was asked to be a trustee when I first came back to town in 2010 and just grew in my interest and passion for what Vern and everyone is doing down here at GMCF. I think it's such a vital part of our community, so I wanted to be a part of that. Then asked to be on the board and then got really interested in the arts for two reasons. One, when I was at the university before I retired, I worked with the beach in McCain, so visual and performing arts. Uh, Interested in what goes on at the MAC here in town and really interested in what Insight MHK those uh, folks are doing to enhance our art in the community and i will never forget one trip we took as city leadership we took to columbia missouri and we looked at their arts program public art and ever since that time i've been really interested in helping gmcf promote arts in manhattan looking back the beach is celebrating an anniversary and that seems to me like a real starting point for a lot of interest in the arts community here in the Little Apple. I agree. That effort to get that museum uh, on campus and in the community spurred on so much interest. And I think it's, it's very important for people to understand not only the art that's in the museum, but the programming that goes on and the education. They work with the school district. They work with Metal Arc. It's unlimited what they do. And I'm, I'm just so impressed with the staff at the beach. Linda Duke has just turned that place around. It's, it's just a great asset for the community. Vern, when did the Arts Committee start under the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation? Well, we were blessed in uh, in 2013 to learn of a an estate that was was left for the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation by Lincoln and Dorothy Deal, and so when when that state uh, came to fruition uh, a couple years later, that provided some funds uh, uh, specifically for art in the community. 
Um, so in a process of planning, probably uh, about 2018, we decided that we, we were ready to form a community committee out of the trustees. And so yeah, that's when we established the Community Arts Committee of trustees that were arts enthusiasts, um, art collectors, uh, individuals that had some knowledge about art, so that we could actually uh, pull together a, a strong committee uh, for the benefit of the entire community and not just any specific area. Jackie, you uh, talked about two local organizations, the Manhattan Arts Center and also Inside MHK. Are there efforts for more organizations to get involved in the arts community here? I think there's plenty of room for that, Dave. The city has an Arts and Humanities Board. GMCF has the arts. So these various groups, the goal is for us to work together. And I think uh, it will improve the quality of life for Manhattan, not only for our community members, but also for our guests. Uh, we are working on building our tourism. Uh, Karen Hibbard at the uh, Chamber does a great job in bringing all kinds of people here to town, and art is an interest. Uh, a lot of people think of art, and I was guilty of this years ago, as something that hangs in a museum and that you have to pay to go see and that you have to know something about it to be able to enjoy it and that is not the case at all it's for everybody public art is free and what we're talking about here with the deal funds that Vern mentioned will provide opportunities for people to learn and grow centered around the public art I think one of the things I enjoy most is the murals that have began popping up. I think we had one just the first one a couple of years ago that that was on the wall there at AJ's. And now we have some over here just off 4th Street. And, and I know there are plans for more, Vern, and that's that's becoming a, a greater interest for everybody. And, and not just here in Manhattan, but other communities are really starting to embark on murals. Well, you're exactly right. I think uh, the idea that uh, murals can could be done in an affordable manner um, – the one at AJ's, we were we were able to work with the Insight Manhattan group, and and they recruited uh, an artist, uh, an international artist, to do that one, which was kind of cool. And but other communities and other uh, places in Manhattan, they've been able to do it a little more more downscale, more local artist, uh, but yet very attractive. And uh, you know, I just uh, happened over the weekend to go downtown my uh, my kids wanted to take a picture in front of the man happiness uh, uh, sign uh, down in Aggieville and so those are the cool things when your local citizens want to go take pictures in front of the art that you have and and so that's what we're looking for we're looking for to make Manhattan a place that people think of in an art format when they think of art Jackie do you have any plans in the near future for further advancement of arts projects in the community we do we've got quite a large committee and as Vern mentioned there are art professionals people that just uh, have an interest we have collectors on that committee and we're all out trying to find ways to enhance the art namely uh, we're working with the school district and we hope to have proposals from the school district uh, for uh, funds to enhance their school grounds or their facilities. Uh, we hope to be working with the city. Uh, we have individuals that have come to us and would like to sponsor art on their grounds, whether it be a business. Um, 
or like I said, just the public area, you'll go to a lot of communities and you will see utility boxes that are painted. And we anticipate that we will have all kinds of contests. Some will be juried, some not juried, but we want to be able to enhance the overall well-being of our community through art. And there's a safety factor that goes along with it that a lot of people don't think of. The art is always lit. And so that enhances the security and safety. I think one of the best places in town is that, that wall in Aggieville that's green and says, we love the little apple. I know that a lot of people like that's That's got to be like the most popular selfie station mm-hmm. in the city, doesn't it, Vern? Well, exactly. And uh, uh, we certainly don't track that stuff. But it is uh, there's enough people that go through... Uh, our communities, you know, with our college age group, our younger citizens that uh, go through Aggieville at some point in time and in their entertainment life. And, and so they see those things and they take those stories out to other communities when they go. And, and we've seen a, an increased effort of, of uh, mural art in our affiliate or partner communities uh, that we have. And, and so that's the cool part. If, if we can start something here that spreads throughout Kansas, uh, uh, that's even that's even better yet. This is the GMCF podcast. It is uh, an inside look at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. We're visiting today with Vern Hendricks, President and CEO of the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, and also Chair-Elect and uh, Chair of the Arts Committee under the GMCF, Jackie Hartman-Bork. Jackie, if you were to have some goals that you would like to see made or reached, uh, within the arts community, what would that be in a nutshell? To expand the art in all formats across the community for all ages. And one of the things that I like to say about art is that it's something that transcends age and gender. And there's not a whole lot of things that can do that. And you talked about the work that you're doing with the, with the school district and what a better way to start. Mm-hmm. And this is a time where a lot of schools are struggling with arts in their curriculum. And to get youngsters involved in – and one of the things I love seeing on social media is when parents post some of the artwork of, of their youngsters. And some of it is, you know, they may begin at three. I don't know when we started collecting art from our kids. But uh, that's something that is it, – it's very personal. And there are, I think what's intriguing is that there's just really no boundaries. There aren't boundaries. And I'll go back to the school district. It's just commonplace for educators to provide programming with the arts. So there's something that's built into our schools, the naming of schools, the new Oliver Brown School, Susan B. Anthony School. So they can Uh, propose art projects that fit with those names or other curricular issues that they're studying and the arts can be connected. That's what's really important is that, especially for the young people, we connect the arts early on because that will then enhance their life and it's a part of it and um, they think of music they don't necessarily think of visual arts but we want them to do that well jackie makes a great point there and and um, we want to have art in the community but if we can tie the art to the location she mentioned the elementary schools or or we've talked about areas private areas that might be uh, by a VF, vfw or have a have a history uh, the douglas center the new douglas center of, of, of some of those places 
if we can combine art with a little bit of the story of the history that this community has, uh, then we can multiply the value of the art itself. And so that's what we're looking to do. Jackie, if someone has an idea and they want to pursue that, what's the process to find some help through uh, the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation? Well, they do contact the Greater Community Foundation. And Kendra Kuhlman on staff um, is the person that they would talk with. Uh, Vern has asked Kendra to take this on. She's very passionate about it. So, um, and, and then it'll come to our committee. And we are in the process right now of trying to decide uh, how we're going to determine, and we haven't gotten to this point yet, but I'm sure we will, uh, how many funds we'll be able to allocate per year and the parameters that we will use to make sure that we do our best to enhance the art in the community. Vern, to reach out to Kendra? Absolutely. She can just, uh, she'll, she's our point person here at the office, but just to call the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation at uh, 587 8995. Uh, certainly she can be emailed by Kendra K at mcfks.org. And, uh, and so we just want to connect people and, and know that this is down the horizon. I would love it if we had 50 projects on the, uh, on the drawing board. And it's not a matter of if, it's more a matter of when we're going to get to them and, and make Manhattan the place that everybody recognizes as an art community. And that's one of the things, Jackie, I think that is, you know, as, as we had made mention earlier in the program, it seemed like, you know, the Beach Museum really started something significant here in Manhattan within the arts community. And it almost seems to me like we're just really still at the beginning stages. We are. We have a lot of room to grow. And what's nice, we're all partners. In fact, we have all of these folks from the beach, from uh, the MAC, they're all on our committee and we're working together. All of these folks are very passionate about art and sharing and educating. So it's really important that we uh, we hear from all of them and we take information from them because there are all kinds of experts that are available to us. Well, Jackie Hartman-Bork, thank you for your work and uh, thanks for joining us on the GMCF podcast today. It's a delight to have you on, on the show. Thanks, Dave, it's a pleasure. Vern, it's even a delight to have you too. It's always a pleasure, Dave, and uh, we are so lucky to have leaders like Jackie with us, and uh, we're excited about the future for Manhattan. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the GMCF Podcast, an inside look at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. You can always learn more about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation at our website, mcfks.org. Stop by our offices at 555 Points Avenue in downtown Manhattan, or give us a call at 785-5878-995. The GMCF podcast is funded by the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation so that we can keep you up to date on the efforts of a number of private foundations, nonprofit agencies, and community events. We also invite you to subscribe to the GMCF podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dave Lewis, your host of the GMCF podcast, which is hosted and produced in the Ad Astra Cast Studios in downtown Manhattan.